Hello and welcome to the Anxious to Sing podcast. I am your host, Kezia Grace, and throughout each episode, I'll be bringing you all of the vocal mindset magic that enables you to empower your mindset and truly liberate your own unique singing voice. As a vocal mindset expert and life coach for singers, I help other performers level up, have it all, and gain vocal freedom. All because I realized the one vital thing our industry seemed to be missing all came down to self-love. And freedom of the self is freedom of the voice. So whether you're a professional singer or have only just started singing, if you're looking to find true vocal freedom, overcome all obstacles, become a fearless performer, and manifest the career of your wildest dreams, then this podcast is for you. Are you anxious to sing? Then it's time to set yourself up to soar. It's so wonderful to have you here. Well, hello, my gorgeous, gorgeous singers, and welcome back to the Anxious to Sing podcast. I am your host, Kezia Grace, and we are here with episode two of the Anxious to Sing podcast. Now, Firstly, I just want to say a huge, huge thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who has listened to the first episode, who has messaged me, who has shared the um, parts of it that you found most relatable with me, who has connected with me all because of this podcast and who has downloaded it and everything and all of the above. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I honestly just wanted to say that first because I cannot express how much it means to me. And every single message I have received, I'm sorry if I've not gotten back to all of you, but every single message I have received has honestly put the biggest smile on my face. And you know why? So obviously, I am very passionate about what I do. I'm very passionate about this podcast and the work that I do as a coach and through Anxious to Sing and everything I share. um, It all means so, so much to me and I'm passionate about it. But it means nothing if it doesn't get in front of the people who really need to hear it. And, you know, the reason I started Anxious to Sing was because I was I had that experience myself, which I shared in the first episode. If you've not listened to it yet, please go back and listen to the first episode. Um, it's all about what is vocal mindset and a bit about myself and my journey and everything as well and what got me here. Um, but the reason behind it was because of my experiences, right? So I got to the point where I was like, okay, so what would I have needed when I was at my worst? And to start any of this work. You don't have to be at your worst. Um, But I was thinking about what I would have connected with, what would have really helped me back then, because I know that I am not and was not the only person feeling that way, and that there are more and more performers and singers um, that really need to hear these words as well, just like I did back then. And Me sharing all these things means nothing if it doesn't get in front of the people that need to hear it. So that is why I am truly, truly, genuinely grateful to 
all of you who have listened, who have shared, who have downloaded, who have messaged me um, and all of the above. I really am truly grateful and please, please continue to do so. Continue to message me over on Instagram at anxious to sing. Um, and I hope you enjoy all the following episodes. I'm very excited to share things with you. So today's episode, funny little story, I actually planned an entire different episode to record as a second episode. Um, but um, for those of you who don't know me that well yet, um, I do everything intuitively, basically, um, because I think that's really important, especially when it comes to this work. And I really had this intuitive hit to talk about this subject today. So I am going with the flow. I don't have any notes. I am uh, letting my words be instinctively guided. Um, So whoever needs to hear this today, I hope you enjoy this episode. As you can see, the episode is titled How Fearlessness Will Change the Industry. Right, it's a very juicy title. And I'm going to talk a little bit about what I believe uh, fearlessness is, what being fearless actually is, and help you begin to redefine it for yourself depending on how you view that word. Because that word in itself might strike fear and impossibility um, into you, right? So firstly, I just really want you to think about that for a second. How would you define being a fearless singer? for example. How would you define a fearless person? And this might give you a little bit of insight into what you actually think fearlessness is. So my definition of fearlessness, of being a fearless singer specifically, is knowing that you are amazing and that sometimes things won't go to plan and that's freaking okay because you are human. Being a fearless singer has nothing to do with eradicating fear, but everything to do with knowing that no matter what happens on stage, and that means success or something going wrong defines anything about who you are as a person. Stepping out there and shining without fear around any potential or specific outcome. Now, that was a little bit of a long-winded explanation, but just listen to that last bit. Stepping out there and shining without fear of any potential or specific outcome, meaning that you have that confidence in yourself, in your worth, in your abilities, no matter what. This is that fearless aspect of being a performer. And this is what I mean when I talk about being a fearless performer, about fearlessness as a whole. And you know, this really ties into something that's been on my mind a lot recently, which is around how we experience performing. So 
when we perform, we are bringing joy, we are bringing emotions, we are moving the audience to tears or to laughter, we are guiding them through this incredible immersive experience, right? Whether that be through theatre or through um, different types of gigs or events or anything like that, through your lyrics, through the music, through your incredible voice, you are bringing emotions to that audience member that is then having a fully immersive experience, which is incredible. But what a lot of us performers tend to forget is that yes, performing is bringing joy to that audience. We are bringing that, we are providing people with that experience. And that is incredible. But this is just one aspect of performing. What about you? What about your joy in the performing? What about your experience of the performing, of the performance, of the singing? And this really also reminds me of a quote I heard fairly recently that's really stayed in my mind. What if performing became about the experience, about truly experiencing the performance rather than just surviving it? And I think this is something that a lot of people who struggle with performance anxiety or anxiety in general really resonate with because a lot of the time we can experience auditions or um any event really where we put ourselves out there and we just think, okay, if I just get through it, if I just get through it, I'll be okay. If I just get through it, everything will be fine and then it'll be done and then I can move on and then I don't have to think about it anymore, right? And this is surviving the experience. It's not experiencing the experience. And I hope you're with me here. I hope you're following where my thoughts are going. Um, But this is something that we tend to forget you can actually fully experience that audition. You can fully experience the learning process and enjoy it at the same time. We have to find that way that allows you to fully experience it rather than feel like you just have to figure out how to survive it, for example. So, I just want you to think about that for a second. When you um, go to auditions, when you um, apply for something or send out something to an agent, for example, or anything like this, when you're doing any of the above, performing in front of a new audience, are you experiencing it or are you just trying to figure out how to survive it? Because here's the thing, with a lot of experiences, especially in performing, um, it requires a level of vulnerability, right? I've talked about this before. It requires a level of vulnerability. And this puts us in a place where we feel like we're maybe under pressure or under attack. And so your body instinctively goes into survival mode. And you've probably heard about the fight or flight response, right? So things happen within your body, things react in a certain way that instinctively ignites this response within your body. So then such experiences, if we don't know how to 
manage um, such fears, how to work through such fears, how to heal from things, how to address things in a new light where needed or process things in a new light, then that survival mode that has kicked in will continue to kick in every single time you experience a similar event. For example, if you have experienced an audition where you cracked in front of the audition panel, for example, or something went wrong that made you leave there feeling embarrassed and feeling like you have somewhat of a scar from the experience, then it's very likely that when you go to experience the situation again, your body will be like, oh, okay, I know how to react here because this happened. So now I'm slightly fearful. So now I'm going to instinctively kick into this fight or flight response. And we're just going to figure out how to survive everything that's going on rather than actually be in the present moment and experience it. This happens over and over again if we don't work through such experiences. Now, we have all had experiences where things have not gone entirely to plan on stage, right? So when have you experienced something on stage that hasn't gone to plan? Think about that for a second. And then I want you to think, what belief do you think you gained about yourself from that experience? And we're looping back around to the number one topic of the episode now, which is all linked into that experiencing the joy of the performance for yourself as well, um, as well as providing that joy for the audience. You are also important in that moment, right? Yes, you are doing it to bring that something to the audience members, but you're also bringing joy to yourself. You're allowed to bring joy to yourself when you perform. And it's it's actually crazy to me through my own experiences and through seeing this in other vocalists as well, how much of a difference simply having fun brings to someone's voice, to someone's vocal liberation, to someone's vocal freedom um, in terms of how confident they then proceed to perform. Um, But I know that that's not always super duper easy if there's underlying things that you fear, right? That's why we do this work. Um, But I digress. When have you experienced something on stage that hasn't gone to plan? And what belief do you think you gained about yourself from that experience? The key to being a fearless singer has nothing to do with being a perfect singer. So when I asked you before, what do you think fearlessness is? What do you think are the traits of a fearless singer? You may think, oh, a fearless singer is someone who has the confidence so they know that every single time they go out on stage to perform, it will always be perfect. They never have anything to worry about because it will always be perfect. This is what I used to think. I used to think that the only way I would not be scared about performing anymore would be if I knew that I could just be perfect every single time. Now, you probably heard this before, but let me tell you, perfection does not exist. And in fact, it is only um, through embracing our imperfections that we are able to improve. The ability to improve requires imperfection. If you were perfect, there would be nothing to work on. 
And how boring would that actually be to have nothing to to have that passion about, to have that little kick up your own ass about in terms of, oh, I really want to go for that. I really want to go for that. The ability to improve requires imperfection. So the key to being a fearless singer has absolutely nothing to do with being a perfect singer. And in fact, everything to do with remembering that you are a human being. Everything to do with remembering that you are a human being. Life isn't perfect 100% of the time. So why do we think that just because we're on stage, it's going to be perfect 100% of the time? Because all it is, is just life happening in front of people in a more choreographed manner, yes. But it does not go perfect 100% of the time. Because life doesn't go perfect 100% of the time. This whole perfect thing doesn't exist. So why is it why is that any different just because you're on a stage? Which leads me on to the point of fearlessness has nothing to do with the eradication of fear. Now this is my definition. This is how I choose to believe and choose to define being a fearless performer. Because if we have words or beliefs of, oh, it's impossible. Oh, fear is always going to be there all the time, but in a way of putting pressure on us and that overwhelm on us, then that whole idea around being a fearless singer and being a fearless performer is always going to be clouded by that type of negativity, of impossibility, right? But here's the thing. You're allowed to feel fear. You're allowed to feel it. The second we start to think that we have to, that the answer to anything is to suppress a natural human emotion is the second that it becomes most detrimental to our lives and most hurtful to our lives and our mindset and our mindset and the way we view ourselves and the task at hand, right? The second we try to suppress anything is the second we actually give that emotion um, power over us. The second we think, oh, I have to suppress fear rather than understand it or manage it is the moment that fear has gained most power and most hold over you which is what ignites that instinct to try to survive the experience rather than truly enjoy and experience the experience. I hope that made sense. So many words. Um, but it really comes down to that, that point of being a fearless singer isn't an eradication of fear. It's an understanding of it. Um, and this really connects with stepping out of your comfort zone as well. Stepping out your comfort zone is so jolly scary. Like the amount of vocalists that have come to me, even to message me as a coach on that level is a step out of their comfort zone, right? Because it's a step in a direction that you've never gone before. You have no idea what's down that path. Oh my goodness. And I completely understand because I've done the exact same thing. I have let go of my of my ego, of my inner critic for a second and messaged someone because I knew they could help me, but it was probably the most terrifying uh, thing I've ever done. I've never felt my heart beat so fast in my entire life, right? But 
with that as well, I'll do a whole episode actually on stepping out of your comfort zone because this is something I um, really love to talk about because of um, seeing so many people do it and my own experiences as well. But the point is that as you embrace your fears, that's when you become fearless. This is my definition of fearlessness. And the more we have this type of definition in the industry, the more we start to change the industry. And I touched on this in the first episode as well, but it really is a mission of mine to change the way we are taught to view the industry. And I think it's really important because the way, the more we build up that tribe of fearless performers in a sense of understanding that fear is okay to feel and is gonna be there, but actually you can empower your mindset and liberate your voice enough to still enjoy the experiences of life. The more we empower and change every single performer with this mindset, the more we change the industry. And that really is a solid belief of mine and is it motivates me a lot to get this work even more out there, right? So I'm here. So, okay, I've talked a lot. It's so funny because I honestly never knew how much I could talk until I started becoming a coach and started coaching people and doing Instagram lives and doing this podcast. I did not expect my first episode of this podcast to be half an hour long. I thought, yeah, like 15 minutes. Oh, no. Don't you worry, world. Kezia from Sheffield can jolly talk. Um, So I want to finish this up, this episode, with those thoughts. So firstly, point number one, my definition of being a fearless singer is stepping out there and shining without fear around any potential or specific outcome. Knowing that whatever happens on stage does not define anything about yourself, your abilities or who you are as a human being. And then secondly, you're allowed to feel fear. Being a fearless singer isn't about eradicating fear, it's about understanding it. And as you embrace your fears, you become fearless. So I want to leave you with a little thought for today, some homework, as it were. Um, but I'm not going to check in on you, don't worry. Um, around the first step to being a fearless singer, the first thing that I would really encourage you to do is to work on this as well, because I know that it's not a case of me saying it and you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, easy. I can do that straight away. I know that this work takes work, right? I know that. Trust me, I know that. But the first thing to keep in mind and to be more mindful of is to not let any performance outcome mean anything about who you are directly as a person. Because that is when we start to build upon limiting beliefs that are there. And this is when that fear starts to take you into survival mode and really take power over your whole experience of the performance, yes, but also of your life. There's a reason that I'm a vocal mindset and life coach for singers. It's all so combined. And as you empower your life, you truly um, empower everything about yourself as a performer, which just 
helps you so, so much be able to experience those things in life um, without this overwhelming sense of fear. So yeah, that is why I will just really encourage you moving forward to just be more mindful of that. In those experiences in the past where you may have experienced something that's gone wrong in a performance um, or in anything like that that's left that type of scar around performing, around putting yourself out there and everything like that, have a think or a journal around what belief did I then take that to mean about myself from that experience? What belief do you think you gained about yourself from that experience? Really have a think around that. And then moving forward in terms of that first step to being a fearless singer, don't let any performance outcome mean anything about who you are directly as a person. And as I said, I'm really passionate about this because what this does is it sparks that change in the industry by allowing every performer the space to have a mindset tuned in to their best potential every single time. It sparks that change. It allows every single performer that space to truly just tap into themselves in every performance, that fun, that enjoyment of being able to live out your passion, right? If you think about all those dreams and desires and goals you've had for your voice, for your career, right? That sparks so much excitement in you. And it's not right. I don't believe that then when it comes to the fulfillment of them, you're meant to feel too afraid to be able to enjoy them, right? Am I making sense here? I hope you're following me. There's a lot of thoughts here in today, today's, in episode two. Um, but I just don't believe that that is the way. The more fun you're having on stage, the more fun the audience will have, and the more they will connect to your entire authentic self who is fully experiencing everything about the career, the performance that they are passionate about, as opposed to feeling as though they just have to figure out how to survive it. And with that, I am going to bring episode two of the Anxious to Sing podcast to a close. Please let me know what in this episode resonates with you. If you have enjoyed this episode, please screenshot and share on Instagram. Don't forget to tag me at Anxious to Sing as well. And um, if you ever have any questions, be sure to message me over there. I'm always in my DMs over on Anxious to Sing on Instagram. Um, so please go ahead and do that. I adore all of you and I'm wishing you the most incredible week ahead. Lots of love.